You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. All right. Hello, everybody. Jono here from the Course Creator Community, and I am super excited because I've got a rock star on the line this week uh, when it comes to email marketing. Uh, she's an email marketing specialist. She runs all sorts of challenges to help all sorts of people, but also course creators with their email. She's coming to us all the way from Denmark. I've never had a guest from Denmark before. Um, I don't even know where Denmark is. I don't know what day it is over there. I don't know what time it is over there. Uh, oh, no, actually, Vikings. Is that where Vikings is from, right? Ragnar, yeah. yeah. Do they, is, do they, is it still like that? They still got Vikings in, in Denmark? No, we don't have, I, I don't know, maybe we do. Okay. <laughs> we do okay. have a Viking, like, um, houses where you can come and see how they lived. And Oh, yeah. really? I'm a, I'm a huge Ragnar Lothbrook fan because he was Australian. Did you know, actually? No, I didn't. Yeah, no, the, didn't. the actor. The actor was Australian anyway. I think anyways, let me without further ado, let me introduce the one and only uh Stasia Petrova. Stasia, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, I am awesome. Um, Stasia, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one yeah. for us? I do. And this one is really, really close to my heart. Uh, it's from my grandfather, uh, who's been an amazing, amazing man. Um, and he always said, like, those who really want to do something, they will find a way. And those who don't have, like, the will to do something, they will find excuses. Mm. Yes, I'm a huge so, fan of that one myself. And especially coming from a, a fitness background, you know, it's like, it's the number one thing for fitness, like, Really, who wants to wake up at five in the morning and, you know, in a cold morning and, and go and work out? You know, no one really wants to. But if you want that result, you know what? You're going to find a way and you're going to do it. Um, if you don't really want it, you're going to come up with an excuse. Ah, it's too early. It's raining outside, whatever it may be. So, yeah, I, I love that. And, and I live by a similar one, which is either you can either have results or you can have excuses, but you can't have both. And it's like, it's, and you can choose either. It's fine. Not saying one's wrong. You know, you can say, Hey, you know, it's raining outside. I'm not going to the gym. You know, you can say, Hey, you know what? Um, it's cost thousands of dollars to invest in this business coach. So I'm not going to invest in it because it's too much money. You know, not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying you can't have results and excuses at the same time. So, so pick one and go. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, Stacia, I'm going to hand it over to, to you from here. Most people listening to this will be a course creator. They've probably already got a course or very close to completing it. They know the power of a, of having a list. Um, they've probably most people probably have like a small email list of a couple hundred. Are the people that don't still know the power of it and they're probably building it or you know finding ways to build it? But I think the biggest problem is, hey, I've got this email list, but what do I do? You know, I'm scared if I if I just try and sell, if I send too many emails, people are going to unsubscribe. If I just try and sell, people are going to unsubscribe. Um, do I just give content? Out, but then I don't make any money. You know, how do I come up with ideas? What what the hell do I do? I, I'm just going to hand it over to you. Start where you want to start. Um, yeah, I'm going to hand it over to you for the next sort of 20, 25 minutes and just let us know what should course creators do to make more dollars from their email marketing. Got it. Cool. In 20 minutes. That's not a challenge at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Well, well first, tip number oh, one. Tip number one is join your challenge, right? That's the first thing well, you want to do, and then that'll solve the problem. <laughs> obviously, um, but just to be. A lot of people, they seem to really complicate email marketing in one way or another. And there, for me, also seems like a lot of people that are fine with writing social media posts, sales pages, even sales pages, which I feel like is such hard work to do, but not email emails. For some reason, there is this like blog there. And what I always tell people, simplify it. Like really uh, people feel that they have to find this like huge thing that nobody ever written uh, that should be so amazing that media will rave about it for years. Uh, first of all, probably you won't be able to find it. Like not even I'm as good and I've been doing this for five years. Um, so just write what you want to say to them. Just write what you want to say to them. And another really, really big myth is about giving value. So I'm not saying like you should not, but the reality is that giving value statement is really largely misunderstood. It's very misunderstood. So a lot of people feel like giving value means like giving a lot of teaching, writing those emails that are full of strategies and tactics. And you basically, first of all, you're giving it all away. That's what what the course is for, right? Exactly. <laughs> like if you just like give everything away and there are, I know there are people saying you cannot give too much, but you can because I've seen results where you ch- change things in the email, where you like go from this value thing that you think like value means giving everything away, like teaching those hard strategies, like giving like everything you've got to changing things up. And then we went from zero sales to many sales. So mm-hmm. I know it works. But here's the thing, value is not like all the time teaching. You can do teaching in terms of soft teaching. Like, for example, say three steps to um, or three exercises to get you to get a greater body or something like this, or to even like being more specific in terms of like for your bum or something like that, like to have a great bum just, this just, year. Just, just, just to clarify, um, in Australia and Europe, bum means booty. So in America, yeah. bum means like a homeless yeah. person. So we've had this before, you know, we're speaking to an American. Oh they're like, an exercise program for a homeless person? Why would you want to do an exercise program for a homeless person? So just for, for those listening, so booty or bum is, is the same over here. But sorry, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saving me here. And so, and, and yeah, you can do that. But then like, don't go into more detail, but exercise is also a little bit different niche, I guess. Mm. So, but giving them simple steps, that's fine, but just don't go into really uh, telling them exactly how to do these steps. You know, you can say, so these are the three steps. If you want these results, if you want more help, I have these steps exactly like written down for you, like the videos of exactly these steps Mm. and more in my course. So um, when it comes to email marketing, either like there are two groups of people that don't get any sales. Ones are the ones value, 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 like that only do value emails. And the other ones, they're getting a little bit of sales, but not enough at all, like not to the full potential. They're only sending sales emails. Mm. So they either do it all or not at all. Um, I see it as the 80 to 20 rule, which applies to almost everything we do in this world, I guess. So 80% engaging emails, interesting emails, something that is interesting to people, 
And 20%, you can do hardcore CLC mills if you do them in the right way. Mm. Uh, talking about, of course, the benefits, talking about, hey, so you, this is what you're missing out on. We want to build the link between them now and them later and position yourself or your course as the missing piece. Mm. So that's basically tuning in to what they want and where they are now. So their emotions and feelings and thoughts and also their daily activities from where they now. And the same thing goes emotions, thoughts and actions when um, with a dream scenario and then connecting those two. Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Gotcha. All right. Let's yeah. spend a minute and break some of this thing down here. So point number one, Stacia said, simplify. All right. Don't be, and what I see a lot of is, especially with the automations, you know, I'll be speaking to a course creator and they're like, um, I'm like, yep, you know, how are you going? They're like, yeah, I'm building my list. It's going good. I'm like, great. You know, how the sales going? How many emails are you sending over? They're like, well, I haven't started that yet because I'm still building my 60 day welcome <laughs> automation or something. And I'm like, that's another discussion, but I'm like, they just make it so complicated, you know, just go and send an email. You know, it's, it's, it's not that hard. So I think that's a, a good thing there. I love how you mentioned the value. Um, because yeah, especially as a course creator, like I, I'm down for a, a little tip is fine, you know, as long, but as long as it leads to a, a bigger sale, you know, as you mentioned, let's, let's say we use the exercise as an example, you know, it's like just at its most simplest version. Hey, if you want to if you want to improve your, your, your bum or your booty, the exercise you need to do is squats, right? This is why squats is so good. You know, it gives power, it gives strength, it works the glutes, it works the hammies, it works the quads, you can get cardio. Literally, if you just do squats, you're going to have a good bum. But hey, what's important is that you do squats properly. If you want my course on how to do squats properly, you know, go and buy it here. You know, you're you're giving some little tips there, but it always leads to the, the bigger thing there. So I love how you you mentioned that there. Um, and then also like my, my take on value as well, you can give what I try and do with my email market anyway, anyway, is give values through breakthroughs, you know, and I guess that one's an example there. That's a, a simple one, but the breakthrough I'm trying to give there is you got to do squats, you know, and that's still value. Even if that person doesn't buy my course, at least they're like, you know what, this guy's right. I got to go out and do squats. That's still value without giving anything away that's that's in the course there. So I think that's key there. Uh, you mentioned the eighty twenty. Now, question on this, and the answer I think with email marketing is always going to be it depends. Um, but do you have any guidelines on like okay, eighty percent content, twenty percent hard selling? How many emails are we sending? Is it one a day? Is it one a week? Is it one a month? Is it three a day? The answer is obviously it depends, but can you give us any sort of guidelines there of what you've seen um, is is usually successful or good for people to start off with? 
Yes. So when people subscribe to your email list talking about automation, you should create some kind of automation. And that one should fire up every single day because you want to imprint your name um, in their minds, more or less. And you would want them to actually recognize it and kind of train them subconsciously to click on your emails. That's going to help you a lot because what happens if you don't have welcome automation is that they often, and then at some point in six months, you probably create this, like, or you have time to send them an email and they're like, who's that guy? Like, who, who is that? I don't know. Um, if you're lucky, they're in your group. So they're kind of like still exposed to your name, but you can never, never count on that anyways. So um, that should fire up every single day for a week or two weeks or at least every single day for four days and then like maybe every second day if you're not comfortable a lot of people are not comfortable sending emails every single day mm. so uh, which is something you just gotta get over yourself people don't even notice you're sending email every single day if you're really really good or they mm. will notice if you're really good and they will actually miss you the day you don't send emails mm. and there's the thing again like going back to age 20 it's not like you should not, there's also like this huge misunderstanding with people saying like, you should not sell the first three, five emails. Like, yeah, you should. Yeah. Listen, well, you both you email? <laughs> Glad you said that. I was going to say, wait, you want me to send an email and not sell? What's the point of sending the yeah. email? <laughs> there's so many people saying that the first few emails you say send when people are opting in for your freebie or like free resource, lead magnet, whatever that you should not sell and like you're missing out on so much people sign up because they have a problem that your course can solve uh, solve because they signed up for something that can solve part of the problem like show them the solution right so not selling the first five emails fine somebody else will sell and that yeah. kind of lost that sale because well, most I'll, people will not buy I'll, I'll piggyback off that because i'm quite passionate about this point here like i think selling is a good thing right i'm proud to sell and and also I should clarify as well. We, we, what I like to do with email marketing is, I'll, even if it even if it is a freebie, I'll give some content, you know, introduce myself, whatever. But always down the bottom, there's hey, P.S. Buy this thing here, right? Because my take on it, there's no disadvantage. Like if my email is good, if I've sent them an email and it's good, no way is someone going to read my email and be like, oh, that's a good email. Oh, hold on. This guy's trying to sell something in a PS down the bottom. You know what? I no longer like him and I'm going to unsubscribe. Who the hell is going to think like that? You know, if the rest of the email was good. It's not going to hurt by having it down there, um, but it can only help not only you by making some sales, but that person. Because as Stacey said, they could go through that email. Oh, Jono's got a good point. That's a good point. I do need to learn how to squat. Oh, there's nothing, no link here to buy from him. Let me go on Google and type in course on how to squat or Udemy or whatever it is, and then buy off someone else that's probably not as good as my course. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I, I, I'll hand it back over to you. I'm just very passionate about that point, so I wanted to bring that up. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, exactly. And if somebody does unsubscribe because you're selling to them, do you really want that person yeah. like, <laughs> crowding your list? That's not the person I want on my list. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like there taking up space, making yeah, yeah. you pay for their space in there. Because even though email marketing is not that expensive, you still pay per, not yeah. per person, it but then up. still take up yeah. space. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, um, my best advice is to email um, in terms of how often to email. Do it as like as often as you can, but 
like really consistently. So if mm. two emails a week or one email a week is what you can provide consistently and like be there every single week, once once a week, then do that as often as possible, but in a consistent way. So if you can do one a day, do one a midday, that's great. Um, most of the time, most people don't have the, like, the resources, the time. There are some really amazing strategies that I can point you towards from other email marketing experts that I'll absolutely love. I'm not too proud to <laughs> refer to amazing people in my industry mm-hmm. uh, where you can like, t- who do teach daily email marketing strategy. Um, but if you can do twice a week, then do twice a week. That would be amazing. Anything you can do consistently. Of course, at least once a week, once a month, you don't really get a lot, right? Mm. People, people uh, will forget you. They were like, who is this person? Like, mm. if you just show up once a month, but also see it in the way of like, that's, you only have a chance to sell once a month, right? Mm. So if you send five emails a month, you have like five chances to sell. Four of them can be bad as long so- as one's good, you know, you can make some sales. Yeah. And you know what? It's all about practice. My first yeah. email is probably I don't know. Pretty yeah. sure they were not as good as the ones. And again, like how fast writing will also come with practice. But a lot of people have a tendency to write a lot of things. Like they will tell you the whole childhood story in one email and you think that like, really? Do I need to know? So it's all in the editing. So this is something I also wanted to add really, really quickly is that you do not write and edit at the same time. That's a no-go. And that's because we use two different parts of our brains to write and then to edit right those are two so what our brains when you write and edit at the same time your brain goes like back and forth back and forth back and forth and gets super tired overwhelmed and like really really just like no i cannot do this just write like let it go let your perfectionism go write 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 and then edit 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 and again 8 to 20 rule actually like great emails are 80 percent added 20% right because you just like put everything on paper. doesn't matter how it sounds. Just like, this is what I want to write. And then edit out what's not there. Like what will not give value to your audience. Do your audience really have to know that you ate cereal for breakfast or that it was raining that day <laughs> that you experienced some things? Probably not unless it really gives this like feeling to the story. Again, it's all about, I like, I wish I could give you like specific rules, but this part, it's all about practice and you really, really get better with practice. So if you can write a couple of emails a week, you'll get really better with like faster than if you only write one email a month. Gotcha. What about ideas, Stasia? Someone's like, man, I've got the time to write an email a day or you know, three emails a week. But what am I, how do I keep coming up with ideas on, on what to write? Can you give us any tips there? For sure. First of all, you can actually get away with Googling, like what to write, like email ideas or something this, and see what that like comes up. But honestly, there are every single day, there's some kind of specific day. Like there is like cookie day or there is like grow your hair long day or whatever, like sister day. And check that calendar, it's online. And you can see like, okay, so today is donut day. I love donuts. Mm. So let's write an email about donuts and how I love donuts and how like what exercises to do mm. to burn off your donuts gotcha. today. So or healthy, eat. what's a healthy alternative or, you know, how can you make your donuts healthier or, or whatever it may be? Something like that. If you can even mm. make healthy donuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just give that one up. Yeah. It's like, hey, have these donuts. Sorry, but sign up to my boot camp as well to work it off. 
Yeah, exactly. Or like you can have your donut and eat it too or something like this mm, or mm, mm. donut mess with me or something like super funny. Be funny. Don't be super serious. There are only a few interesting uh, things like probably should be a bit more serious like <laughs> when you really talk about serious problems to people. But if you have more, if you can get away being more funny and being more interesting in your um emails that's amazing another great tip i want to just like jump to another whole area of this in terms of like writing blogs and what how it's right is that if you don't know like if you sit there just staring it's an empty google document or like word document not sure what's right not sure how to start your email open up your gmail or outlook or whatever email system you're using for your personal email Type in your best friend's email address and say, if I had to sell, like talk about this course to my best friend, mm -hmm. how will I like, and just write it to your best friend, mm -hmm. right? Hi, Jenny, I'm so excited to tell you about my course today. And just like write, because it takes the pressure off because you're focusing on your best friend and you will sound more like you. In terms of ideas, um, handling objections is a great way creating this gap talking about um the myth for example maybe squats are not the best things or maybe you could talk about how squats are not gonna give you a good bum or butt or booty <laughs> whatever you call it <laughs> um and then talk about hey it not if you do them wrong then they actually can give you some damages in your body or something like this and they're like mm -hmm. you if you want to master this i have 10-minute video about how to do squats properly so you never do one wrong. Mm. There you go. There's an email. Again, a lot of people seem to think they have to write a lot of things in emails. Mm. They don't. People usually spend around two minutes on reading your email. Yeah. So if you can make it as short as possible, that will be amazing. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yes, I agree. Awesome. All right, let's recap some of those. Yeah, I love the best friend one for a few different reasons. I think A, it gets your, your personality out there more. Um, B, one thing I learned with email marketing, uh, it's always better to pretend like you're speaking to one person instead of sending an email and being like, Hey guys, what's happening? I want you all to know this, you know, it should be, Hey Stasia, um, thanks so much for opening this email. I want you to know this. And it's funny. It just feels so much more personal. Even when I get them from people, you know, it's like, I actually feel like they're writing, even though I know they're not. I know it's gone out to 100,000 people. It, the more personal it feels just to me, you know, the, the better that feels there. Um, I love the handling objection because it's just such a good sales tool. 
You know, it's just like, um, so, you know, so here's the thing. Most people think they can't do squats because you need to go to the gym and use that big bar. Well, Hey, you know what? You don't need to do it. There's a million other ways you can do squats, which includes bang, 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 bang. If you want to see my video on how to do these squats, you know, buy the course there. Right. And then the next day as well, some different sort of objection there because it's, it's just, it's giving value, but also a, a really good sales tool as well. Um, and yeah, the, the myth one is good as well. You know, you gave the example there. The bridge. Now, this is a good one. I think this is the best copywriting strategy there is. Um, do you have a particular formula for that, Stacia? For someone that's like, well, what's this bridge she's talking about before and after? Um, there's plenty of them out there. Just curious if you have a favorite, um, you know, template or, or copywriting formula you use to to do that whole before bridge after strategy. Yeah. So I don't really use like uh, I haven't used it as a template yet in a way but what i like to do is to talk about like i like to really sympathize with the feelings of i know it can be like really overwhelming uh, going to the gym and that squat can be really boring let's face it so <laughs> i'm yeah <laughs> but here's the thing you need to do squats to get a good booty now we're just going with squats the squats all the day so um i'll figure out three ways to make squats more interesting and more engaging and more fun so you can get your exercise done in less time every single day and you can have fun with it i'm not gonna really reveal what they are they are in the course and what i really love to do for especially course creators and selling the course is that giving them the exact where they will find it so it's in my module three video five you will find three engaging way to do squats gotcha love it awesome so being really specific because then you're not selling this like huge huge course that they don't have no idea what it is you can actually go ahead and this is why it's kind of easy to do email marketing for course creators oh yeah because you can actually take one video and say okay yeah. so what problem am i solving here yeah. what pain in the butt literally yeah. <laughs> am i solving here <laughs> Um, and how can I like create this gap? Like, what are the pain points or what are like the what pain points? I hate the word pain points because it's mm. so like people have no idea, but what are the small everyday annoyances and frustrations mm. that your audience have? What are like super, what are they frustrated with? They're probably, if they want to lose weight, they're not frustrated with, um, being overweight as such but they're probably frustrated with not looking great or like not being able to fit in their jeans or not being able to wear that dress that like looked great on the model but looks yeah. like a potato sack on you yeah. all these small things right so talking to those very very specific things and what about all the men but they don't know don't go with dresses. Well, no, but this time you will talk to women mm. and next time you can talk to men if it's both. But of course, it's best. The more niche down you are, the easier it gets. But don't get a, be afraid of kind of leaving people out. Mm. It's better to leave some out, but then really to get the other people in. 100% because you can't really, you can't help everyone, right? Even let's just use, if you're watching this on Facebook, you can watch, see the video my, my boy is doing in the back there, right? If you're listening on the podcast, he's doing like a, a crab walk, like your overweight person couldn't do that exercise, right? If I, if I'm, um, and if I'm running a pro, if I'm getting a, a program for people and I'm like, Hey, it's the best body weight exercise, no matter who you are, you know, you can do it. Like if I've got an exercise in that in there, 
the beginner is not going to be able to do it. You know, but on the flip side, if I make the exercises super easy, an advanced person is not going to be able to do it. So I need to be able to pick my market, be like, all right, who exactly am I am I speaking to there? So I, I love that. And I guess the um, my biggest takeaway from that, and I guess if I could summarize it for the listeners, is probably two of them. Number one, be really aware of who your um, your target market is and more specifically what their problem is. Not even so I probably use the wrong word target market because anyone can just say, yeah, I, I help women from 30 to 40 who want to grow their business and uh, are married and mums with kids or that doesn't tell you shit. Let's be honest. You know, we need to know how they're feeling. Right. And then one of my favorite quotes is you need to be able to describe your customer's problem better than what they can. Only then will they assume you know the solution, all right? Um, or the other one I really like is you want to become obsessed with your customer and their problem or your ideal customer and their problem, not your course, right? If you become, and, and this is another thing I hear with course creators as well. If I'm like, all right, you know, tell me, how's your marketing going? What are you doing? This and that. Uh, if they straight away go to their course, hey, my course is awesome because bang, 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 bang. And I'm awesome because bang, 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 bang. I'm like, that's great. But none of that matters. So just go back over here and tell me about your customer, right? Tell me more about them. So I think that's, that's an important takeaway to know that stuff but also to talk about that stuff in your copy, in your emails, in your social media posts, in your blogs, on your website, on your sales page. And it's often an advantage to lead with that problem instead of leading with, hey, my course is so good because, you know, lead with that with that um, that problem or, or that situation. Um, but hey, Stacey, I want to be sensitive of your time. So there's just a few questions I always like to finish up with. Now, pretty much everyone listening to this will be a, a course creator. Do, do you have a course yourself? Out of curiosity, I am working on one. Okay. I have launched it first time, and I've created the first model of it in email marketing. It's called Email Sales Formula. Awesome. Um, I've been creating it for a while now, but because I've been also taking care of my newborn daughter, and guess what? Like um, sleep deprivation and <laughs> and creating courses is a tough thing to do. So, and I want to make sure, of course, that it's at the best email marketing course out there that it delivers the best value and also really simplifies email marketing. That's so important to me. There are so many, as you said earlier, automations out there that are like do the upsell, downsell, backflip sale, forward sale. Like if they click this it and all. send them that, Get if they that. open that, then send them that. And, yeah. yeah, like do a super simple automation. You can always make it more advanced. Like even bigger companies, they just do like simple so we do what we do with them it's like simple automation and then we can like build up on that just get mm -hmm. that going it will get you money in the bag already now yes love yes. it well uh, question around that your what platform is your course with it's on kartra okay feedback yeah. good bad I love it. We tried a couple of things. We were in the middle of launching and again, like me launching with a baby, <laughs> that was crazy. And we've tried a couple of things and also bought some lifetime solutions on other platforms because I felt like it was a smart investment, mm. which is, it is sometimes like that too, but okay. also um, in Vanto. In Vanto. Oh, I don't know what, no. Oh, because they had lifetime deal and then they suddenly said like, 
Or if you bought the life to deal, you only get 30 megabyte of video upload. Oh. <laughs> like what? Mm. So they kind of put limit afterwards. I'm like, I'm not paying you money now. Yeah. <laughs> You're not honoring your decisions. But Kartra, I'm really, really happy about it. 100% honesty, I'm not doing all the nitty gritty things. Yeah. I outsource that. <laughs> but I do do some um, technical setup and it looks really, really pretty easy. It's, I think it's $100 a month, like a starter plan about it, which might seem like a lot of money for a lot of people. Um, so I would not recommend it to people who do not have like mm. the specific plan for how they're going to make like a, sell at least one course or ha- well, I also got it because I do have a membership site. So I do have recurring revenue. Mm. So I figure out I only need a couple of members to pay for this. Yeah. And then it's fine. So it's all about, but also I think a lot of people are chasing free solutions or almost mm. free solutions. And they forget to think about how much time they have to invest or yeah. all the technical parts of it, or that they're just not perfect. So they had to do a lot of add-ons and a lot of collaborations. Mm. Um, so I'm just happy with Kartra, to be yeah. honest. Well, yeah, I think, I think you hit it on the head. It depends on your situation, you know. It's like, because I've spent a lot of time on all of them, you know, because it's that's half of what I do. And, you know, what I've found is Kajabi is hands down the best, right? Um, but to get all their features, it's like 500 bucks a month. And yeah. there's two ways to, to sell that, you know. You can be like, hey, it's 500 bucks a month. All you need is one sale, you know. Your course probably costs 500 bucks, you know. You make one sale and it's it's paid for itself, you know. And that's great. But if you're starting off and you've got no idea on how to sell a course, it could be a few months before you start selling that one course. And then you see that 500 come out every single time. So often and, – and, Money is different for everyone, right? And also maybe if you've got a full-time job, you're like, hey, i got a full-time job. You know, the course is a, a side thing for me. You know, I'm willing to eat 500 bucks if I know it's going to make my life easier and I'm going to use it down the track anyway. You know, that's fine. Um, but if someone's on the flip side and they're like, you know what, I'm a bit short on, on cash, you know, maybe that's not the best option there. My experience, the best free one is New Zenla. Their free one is free. And it does like 90% of the paid one it can do they will take a cut of your sales. They will take like a, you know, um, but that's but it's free. You know, it's like, what do you want? You can't have it a perfect one for, for free and then, you know, um, not take a bite there. So that would be my suggestion for, for people listening there. Um, all right, next que- or final question. I'm curious to who your mentors have been, Stacia. So you're obviously a mentor for plenty of people that want to uh, get better at email marketing. I'm curious to who your mentors are. If you could answer this in a few different ways, if you could give us a paid mentor, so someone mm-hmm. that you've paid money to, to do their program yeah. or their you know course, whatever it may be, uh, an unpaid mentor, so someone that you haven't paid money to, but uh, you, know, you follow them on social media, you watch their YouTube videos, whatever it may be, um, and a book that you recommend everyone should read, even if it's not specific to email marketing, a book that can help someone grow their business. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us that? Paid, okay. unpaid, and book. Yeah. Wow. Um, the paid mentor, I've been working even before I started my business. I've been working with somebody who I've been friends with forever, but she started her own business and uh, with the branding. Her name is Desislava Dobrova. Yes. And she's by far um, altogether amazing person. <laughs> so 
uh, 100% check her out. I will make sure to drop the link in the comments of the live stream. Yeah, because no way is anyone yes. remembering that name. <laughs> the no, way you, you just rattled it off. But I think you're from similar backgrounds, you know? But I'm like, I heard that. I'm like, did it begin with D? <laughs> Yeah, this is Slava Dabrova. She is from Bulgaria. I'm from Russia. So we're kind of like, kind of from the same area, I guess. <laughs> um, she's a, a branding expert and business expert. And honestly, she is one of the most uh, sincere and like people who actually cares about her clients. So she's my friend, but I've been paying her for a while now, for like three years. <laughs> so um yeah, that's one. The unpaid mentor, though, I wish I could give you like really good reference to this, but like the best unpaid mentor is somebody. So when I st- finished university, um, I stalked uh, <laughs> an owner of a digital marketing agency until he gave oh, me an internship and paid internship there. And yeah. they were so busy. So I was literally emailing him like twice a week saying, are you like, when are we having our meeting? I want to do internship with you guys. And since then, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's like five years ago. Um, He's been, like, helping me so much. Anytime I have, and we are, in a way, competing, right? Mm -hmm. He has an agent, digital marketing agency. I have a digital, like, email marketing agency. So, but we feel like he's been so helpful to me and really, like, amazing. So whenever I need advice, I can just write him, like, an email or a text message, and he will reply and so he goes, oh, still goes beyond, above and beyond to help me. I have no idea why, honestly. <laughs> I have no idea why. So um, I'm probably not what you were going for because I'm no, guessing you wanted to be No, to. no, no. Because <laughs> that can even yeah. give someone an idea, you know? Shit, you know what? Maybe yeah. I can just reach out and, you know, see if I can intern with someone and see when that happens. Yeah, for sure. That's but you are you need to remember that people are super busy. So mm-hmm. just because they haven't replied to you or didn't get back to you, doesn't have to do anything with you. They have so many things going on with themselves, like with their in their world. So you have to be the one. You need this internship more than they do, or a job or anything. So it's a balance. Of course, you don't want to be a pain in the ass, but it's like right there above, like really. I'm a very sweet person, obviously, obviously. <laughs> so I think I can get away with a little bit more with just like a nice smile to go, <laughs> I guess. But you can always get away with a lot of things with just humor or something with this. So um, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Reach out to people. Um, don't reach out in a, can I pick your brain way? Because we oh. all hate it. Yeah, yeah. We all can hate it. Brain? Just- no, thank you. What am I- What's in it for me? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But an internship is an amazing way to really provide value and also get to learn. Agree. All right. Book recommendation. Book recommendation. Um, let me check. I'm horrible at remembering mm-hmm. uh, books. I, like, I remember the, the things that <laughs> they are said, but their titles, I'm like super, super, super bad at remembering. I don't know why, but there's one book for email marketing. It's kind of a marketing and email marketing. And actually I um, kind of, there it is. Um, it's called Oversubscribe, Oversubscribed yes. by Daniel Priestley. Yes. Australian. You know that one. Australian. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can. Amazing. 
here we go. This one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I'm a huge reader. I listen to it every single year. It's amazing. Mm. And honestly, I haven't seen it a lot in our circles. Like in marketing mm. circles, they're usually like five books that go over and over mm. and over. That's all Russell Brunson's books, right? Uh, yeah. And yeah, I don't even remember. But Historic yeah, like brand. a lot of yeah. same books. But this one is definitely not talked enough about. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to talk about this book. And the other one I'm reading it right now, which I think is also really powerful, is Building a Story Brand yes. by Donald Miller. Yes. That exactly. one. Another one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm amazed. I bought it a couple of years ago. So oh. sad that I haven't read it when I bought it. Like, I wish I had read it two years ago. I think that's, yeah, I'd probably say that's probably my best as well in terms of marketing. I'd say that that's the best. And it's that's probably in terms, because I ask this question to everyone, right? And that's probably number two. It's either Russell Brunson's books that are recommended number one and then story brand number two. Yeah. Not oversubscribed. I think I only know that because he's Australian and he's done a lot of work in the fitness industry as well. So I think oh, that's really? how I sort of, yeah. yeah I didn't I, know that at all. Well, I heard him on a podcast. I used to think he was a fitness business guy because I heard him on a podcast, the fitness business podcast. And I heard him a couple of times on that. And I was like, oh, okay, must. So I, I um, regarded him highly, you know. Um, hey, I want to be sensitive of, of your time, Stacey. So that's pretty much all, all I wanted to cover. Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't or anything you want to finish us off with? Yes, there is, actually. Uh, so I did not want to be like too much about me, which is weird because it's an interview with me, right? Um, but you asked about what to write. I actually just remembered I do have a free resource with 51 ideas and subject lines Um, yes yeah (laughs) and i felt like why did i not mention that but i felt like i don't want to be like hey here's one freebie and here's the other freebie Ah, you're good go for your life Um, on this podcast but yeah i felt like i would make you like make uh, your audience a disclaimer or whatever i I encourage Um, selling you know so you're good perfect yes i would love to i will provide you with some links to make sure that people have a chance to grab that Awesome. Um, so, and basically, so just, it's like a play headline, so you can create like 300 mail emails from that. Love it. So, if you're watching on Facebook, just comment IDs down below, mm-hmm. uh, and Stasia will get get it over to you. It was 51 e- subject line IDs and email IDs. Well, there are email ideas, but they also include subject lines. So basically, gotcha. you get two in one. <laughs> there, awesome. yeah. Awesome. Okay. If you're interested in that, just comment ideas down below and we'll get it over to you. If you're listening to the podcast, check the show notes. I'll put it in there. Um, and if you're interested in checking out Stacia's challenge, which starts in a couple of weeks, uh, just comment challenge down below. Um, Stacia, thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.